Let's review Ariana Grande's album titled Sweetener. I had to make sure I said Grande and not Grande because for the longest I always thought it was Grande, but I just found out it was Grande recently. Anyway, this is the fourth studio album from Ariana Grande. She's a pop star who's made quite a name for herself with hits like Problem, Side to Side, and Love Me Harder. I've had little to no complaints about her. She fits comfortably right into the pop star template. The production on her albums have been a safe listening experience, but I was left wondering what would be next for her. The album first starts off with a small acapella track titled Raindrops and Angel Cried. She has had this pattern of intro tracks on every album of hers to show off her vocal capabilities. Blaze has this unconventional beat. Ariana and Pharrell share quite the chemistry on this track vocally, but I do wish there wasn't pitch correction on Pharrell's voice. The Light Is Coming is probably the most unconventional sounding song on the album, and for the wrong reasons. It doesn't fit with the rest of the track list and overall wheelhouse of beats that Ariana Grande sings on. It sounds like a leftover Pharrell had when he was working on his last Nerd album. I probably would have would have less of an issue if it were on a Pharrell album. As for Nicki Minaj, I'm more indifferent about her verse. R.E.M. turns things around for the better, with lyrics of endearment peppered with gorgeous bells, whistles, and percussion. Thematically, she compares her lover to a dream that she doesn't want to wake up to. One of my favorites. Every Time is a song about her having an infatuation with a man, even if he is a no-show in every matter. She seems self-aware of what could happen if she comes back to him, so good for her. I like the rubbery bass throughout the song and the oily synths and reverb at the beginning and end. Successful and Breathing are relatively sweet songs. Successful has her being thankful for the platform she has and wanting to share it with someone. While Breathing has this instrumental that sounds like it could come from M83. The song itself is about remembering to breathe and take things one step at a time when life can be overwhelming. Even though a good chunk of the album is produced by Pharrell, there are still powerhouse pop producers that she has on her album like Max Martin and Ilya, who have their own style of production which can feel awkward in the overall track list when you have Pharrell's quirky and sweet production versus Max Martin's immaculate and grand pop production. They were responsible for two singles, God is a Woman and No Tears Left to Cry, among others. God is a Woman might be my favorite off the album. It has these watery guitar leads in the chorus, rubbery 808 bass in the verses, and these gospel-like gang vocals at the end that just leave me with goosebumps. And No Tears Left to Cry has this dance pop production that sounds like it could fit in the 2000s and even the 90s. I love the galactical sounding reverb and gang vocals in the chorus as Ariana just wants to live her best life after brushing off drama. Pharrell brings his four count start slash watermark that he has done on a plethora of singles for other artists, particularly on Borderline, R.E.M. and Successful. On Borderline, I love the synth chord arrangement against the drum pattern, the hook is pretty catchy, and Ariana owns the song. But then comes Missy Elliott, who in the lyrics says that she's feeling so out of place. Well, I would agree if she were talking about herself as a feature, then she is 100% right because, man, she sounds like a deer in front of headlights. 
The lyrics are underwhelming. She lacks the energy that Ariana is giving. And I don't know why the producers thought it was okay to have her vocals louder in the mix. The song Better Off has her realizing that the relationship she's in isn't for her anymore and that she's better off without him. It's to the point that she would rather have his body than half of his heart. I like the string arrangement at the end, though. Good song nonetheless. I like the message behind the title track, that being that she loves that he is the one that makes all of the bitter and salty moments in her life sweet. But the hook was just out of place with the rest of the song. It sounds like a hook constructed by Lil Pump or Future because of how repetitive it is. Never in a million years, though, would I have thought that Ariana Grande would cover a song from Image and Heap. An underappreciated singer slash songwriter that was the original maker of the song Ariana Grande, Grande covered titled Good Night and Go. Ariana brings her best here, but the instrumentation leaves some things to be desired. I hate how the bass is used as the prominent melody in the first verse. According to Ariana, Imogen Heap is an inspiration to her. Imogen Heap got word of all this and felt honored. I feel like the track Pete Davidson could have been fleshed out more into a three or four minute song. It's no secret that the song was dedicated to her fiance, but was it really needed for the album? I feel like she could have made her point without making it obvious with the song title and by fleshing the song out more. The closer track, Get Well Soon, is a track dedicated to those suffering from anxiety or depression. Ariana herself admitted on Twitter that she felt that she was out of her body for three months and not in a good way. To add to that, she had breathing problems during that time so she felt the need to make a song for people dealing with anxiety like her or on a much regular basis. Odd enough, at the end of the song, the track meets with silence for the final 40 seconds in honor of the victims who lost their lives at the concert in Manchester. It could also mean that she is at peace in her mind because of how traumatizing it must have been for her to see some of her fans lose their life at that concert. The track ends at 5:22, the day of the terrible tragedy that the day of the tra terrible tragedy was on 5:22. 2017. Overall, this is a solid release from Ariana Grande. It shows that she can get a little outside of her comfort zone by collaborating with Pharrell. His production may clash with songs not produced by him, but it's not like the album is meant to be a cohesive project, but rather a collection of pop songs. As for Ariana herself, she shows that verses matter as much as hooks do. I say that because it can seem like a chore listening to mainstream bland pop acts like Halsey, Bebe Rexa, Ellie Goulding, and Megan Trainer, who put little to no effort in their verses. If not them, then their writers. And it's refreshing to hear a mainstream pop performer put effort into verses because it pays off for the listener, especially when they are singing and gearing up for that catchy hook. So... As far as I'm concerned, Ariana Grande has four albums of consistency. I give it a decent seven.